Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. This week's edition of the Insane Things Podcast, where we count down the most insane things that happened this week. So many insane things happen every week now that we only cover those that are unprecedented and that will change our world or our country as we know it. To give you some idea how insane this week was, we saw the confirmation of the biggest scandal in U.S. history this week, bigger than even Watergate. And it's only the second most insane thing that happened this week. So let's dive in. Insane thing number four. When word of this Pentagon memo gets out, every transgender adult in America will join the U.S. military. Why? Because since Obamacare, all of us have crappy insurance. So most people transitioning, even if they have insurance that covers it, have to carry a hefty portion of the bill themselves. Unless they join the military. Then the taxpayers will be forced to pay for their transition. Listen to what the taxpayers are picking up the tab for right now as part of these transitions. Yes, cross-sex hormones and yeah, genital mutilation surgery. They call that lower surgery. But guess what else the taxpayers are funding? Speech and voice therapy to make you sound more like the opposite sex. Cross-sex hormones, laser hair removal, voice augmentation and feminization surgery, facial contouring, and body contouring. In other words, plastic surgery to make you look more like the opposite sex. And it's extensive surgery, too. Do you know what they do? They literally, if you're, like, say, a man transitioning to be a woman, they literally shave the bone off your face and your shoulders to cut the width of your shoulders in your face. It's just, it's ghastly. Breast and chest surgery or upper surgery, as they call it, and of course, psychological counseling. Why wouldn't everyone who wants the transition in America just join the military and stiff the taxpayers with the tab? Well, because you might end up in a war zone, right? I mean, look, we could be in a war with China, a shooting war, or Russia even at the rate we're going. Who wants to risk that? Well, the good news is if you're transitioning, you don't have to fight. Wait a minute. I can join the military begin my transition at taxpayer expense, and I don't even have to fight? If there's a war on? Nope. According to a Pentagon memo written in February, but it just leaked out now, that's why there's the uproar. Service members who are transitioning and are on hormones can just skip their deployments. 
Yep, that's what the memo says. Most military members who are transitioning will require up to 300 days to be stabilized once they go on cross-sex hormones. And so they'll remain in a temporary non-deployable status during that time. That's on top of last week's outrage, where we learned of the new military policy saying, if you're on cross-sex hormones, which you have to stay on if you're transitioning, you don't have to meet any of the physical requirements required of other military members that they must maintain, that physical tests they must pass. You're exempt. You know what's funny about this? They keep telling us these hormones are peachy keen. Totally great. You can even give them to children. They'll make you a superhero. Except they'll also cripple you to the point where you're not deployable or expected to meet physical standards. What does the military know about how bad these hormones are when you use them in a cross-sex way? Oh, and it gets even better. What if you go through this whole transition at a cost of up to half a million dollars per recruit and you change your mind? You decide you want to transition back? Well, good news. The military will pay for that, too. Quote from the memo, in the event a service member who has made a gender transition wishes to transition back to the gender assigned at birth, the service member must submit a written request to TGCT. The service member will undergo the formal process as any other service member would who requests gender transition so you could go backwards. Guess what? You get to skip another deployment. Folks, you could do this all day and never deploy. I don't know how many of you remember the Battleground podcast where I detailed how in the Navy now, if you misgender someone, use the wrong pronoun, you could be subject to criminal prosecution under the military code of justice. Yeah. Guess what branch is lagging the most behind the others in recruitment? The Navy. Where they practice that? Yup. Has met just 60% of its recruiting goal. Can you imagine if you've done multiple tours of duty, you've got a couple KIA bracelets around your your wrist that you wear because of the friends you've lost. You missed your second child's birth because you were overseas. And then you got to deal with this. You're so done. This is not a recognizably American institution, folks, not culturally. And it's the military. Insane thing number three. You know how you can tell when some really bad news is about to come out about Joe Biden or Hunter Biden's crimes or the FBI's crimes covering up their crimes or the DOJ's crimes covering up their crimes? Yeah, the federal government starts talking about UFOs. On Monday, the White House kicked off the week by sending poor John Kirby out there to warn that the UFO invasion was getting so bad, our fighter pilots can't even train anymore. Because when they fly in the restricted airspace reserved for their maneuvers, the UFOs just show up and they get in the way and it's a problem. Anyway, Kirby felt compelled to tell you that. They literally announced on Monday when I heard it, I'm like, oh boy, it's going to be a bad week for Joe. And boy, was it. So right on cue, out came Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. He's the head of the all-domain Anomaly Resolution Office. They're the ones who handle the UFOs now. And he warned us that we're in big trouble. On account of the extraterrestrials seem to have technological supremacy. It's a top concern for the Pentagon, he says. He really wanted you to know that. Smack in the middle of the Joe Biden bribery allegations and how the FBI and the DOJ covered them up. Breaking. Yep. Yeah, we have 50 years of the government covering this up, but right now, all of a sudden, they really want you to know all about the UFOs. I say fine. Look, if they're so hell-bent on telling us how they have the captured craft and the captured alien bodies, 
Well, look, at this point, I don't believe anything the federal government says. So why don't you come out and just show us at least pictures, video, something? But so far, they haven't. Although, in all fairness, maybe they're waiting for the disclosure of more Biden crimes, like the more serious ones where he takes money from the Russians and the Chinese and launders that. Maybe they're waiting for that to finally show us the alien craft and the dead bodies. We'll see. Insane thing number three. And pay attention to the dates here. It turns out that the FBI under Christopher Ray has known since 2018 that Joe and Hunter coerced $10 million or $5 million each in bribes from a Ukrainian oligarch. That bombshell was in something called FD-1023, which we wouldn't even know about if it weren't for a courageous FBI whistleblower going to the Republicans in Congress. The only reason we have it is that Senator Chuck Grassley got a copy of it. And it's the kind of bombshell that shakes a country to its psychological foundations. That is anyway the half the country allowed to know about it. The mainstream media is largely blacking it out because it's so bad. Basically, it flat out says from an FBI informant, a trusted confidential source to which the FBI paid over $100,000, that the head of Burisma didn't want to hire Hunter Biden for $100,000 a month. And he definitely didn't want to pay Joe or Hunter $5 million each. But that guy was on the verge of indictment, the CEO of Burisma in Ukraine. And the CEO was about to confiscate land and buildings operated by Burisma in Ukraine. And so he needed to do something. So out of desperation, the guy, Mikola Slochesky, owner of Burisma, paid the Bidens. And Joe came through, getting the prosecutor who was looking into him fired. That was super convenient and all, since that same prosecutor was also investigating Hunter Biden's activities in Ukraine. So it all worked out. It'll make you mad how Joe did it. Because Congress had approved more than a billion dollars for Ukraine. So Joe simply said, you can't have it until you fire the prosecutor who's going after the Burisma CEO and my boy Hunter. In 2018, Joe Biden, who's so convinced he's above the law, no one will ever touch him, bragged about it on camera. Remember this? We're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. There's, I look at it, I said, we're leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> Got fired. Just for kicks, you want to see a look of pure evil on Joe Biden's face? I wish I could show it to you on the podcast. But Joe Biden, you remember, was asked about a month ago, hey, Joe, you're being accused of bribery here. What do you say? He turned to the reporter with this look of absolute stark evil on his face. He reminds me of the Cheshire Cat when he did it in the Alice in Wonderland. And he laughed about how they'd never find the money. The bribery allegation, Congresswoman Nancy Mace says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, it's a bunch of malarkey. Well, it turns out the FBI knows all about the $10 million and has the whole time. So Christopher Wray has had this document, had this information since 2018. Understand what this form, FD-1023, encompasses. It's not just the $10 million bribe, although that alone is a felony. 
what else is involved here? Well, Joe did not report this on his taxes. And Hunter moved it through the Biden family shell corporation. So what are we talking? Felony tax evasion, felony money laundering, a possible count of coercion, and felony tax evasion. So why is that date, 2018? 2018, that's how long the FBI's had this so important. And this is what people on our side, even those reporting this, are missing. Why is that year, 2018, so critical? Because most people assume that the FBI, being profoundly corrupt and in league with the Democrats, was covering up for Joe because he was their nominee, right? He's They're, they're ho- covering up Joe's crimes to help him win. But that's not what happened. You can tell that looking at the calendar. Joe Biden would not announce he was running for president until the last few days of April 2019. Joe got hit early by the Democrats and Bernie Sanders in the beginning. Remember, all the women he'd raped and groped came forward. He spent almost all of 2019 trailing badly in the polls. By December of 2019, the media was doing a death watch for his campaign. When would he throw the towel in? They were even laughing about it. Folks, remember, when did the FBI authenticate Hunter Biden's laptop? September of 2019. In other words, from 2018, when they learned of his at least four felonies, through 2019, when they got even more confirmation, because those felonies are so well documented in the emails on the Hunter Biden laptop, they had all the time in the world to indict Joe and put him in prison. The Democrat Party would have never missed him. They wouldn't have skipped a beat. He would have just been a corrupt, failed presidential candidate who'd never gotten anywhere in the polls. But they protected him. Why? Knowing full well he was owned and compromised. To the tune, by the way, we learned this week, we finally got the first figure out of the IRS whistleblower. $17 million. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And that's also Romanian money, Russian money and Chinese money that he also committed other felonies laundering and tax evading with. So, I mean, the the list of felonies, these two could have gone to prison for the rest of their lives, Hunter and Joe, but they're fundamentally compromised because of it. And yet the FBI protected them, made sure their way to the White House was clear. So that by the time Joe Biden reasserted his campaign by winning the South Carolina primary, he was good to go. But it gets even more insane. Because the FBI doesn't stop at covering up Joe's crimes. No, no. They surveil Rudy Giuliani so they can watch the New York Post, know their article is coming out. That's why I remember they filed the charges against Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani uh, so they could spy on him. They got a warrant to spy on him. We know they did it. That's how they knew the New York Times article was coming out. And then they turned around and took that information and told Facebook and Twitter and all the other social medias, hey, go ahead and black this out. Censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. Why? Because they knew evidence of the Ukraine crimes contained in that 2018 document were on that laptop. It couldn't be allowed to be Hunter's. And so they censored the New York Post and so many of us to get Joe Biden, who they knew had personally committed felony level tax fraud 
and bribes into the White House. And remember, in this document that the FBI has had since 2018, there's 17 recordings referenced. In two of those, Joe Biden personally shakes down Mikola Sloshevsky by himself on the phone. So look, he's lied completely about being part of Hunter's businesses, but the FBI covers it up. So if the FBI did not cover for Joe to help the Democrat Party, then why did they cover for him? You get the answer to that question. The only one worth asking, you're going to have the whole thing. And let me tell you what, it's so much bigger than anything that broke this week than a compromised president whose crimes were covered up by the FBI. I got a pretty good idea why they did it, by the way, because Hunter Biden wasn't just Joe's bagman or the bagman for Barack Obama or the bagman for the Democrat Party. No, no. He was a bagman for the Pentagon and the Democrat Party's joint bioweapons program with the Pentagon. See, Burisma wasn't just a natural gas company. It was also a bioweapons company, a bioweapons dealership. And who was Hunter? The go-between between the Pentagon and a Pentagon-funded company called Black & Veatch. What do they do? Bioweapons. Hunter went back and forth between Black & Veatch, the Pentagon-funded business, and Burisma. But that's not Hunter's first rodeo with bioweapons. Remember, the first ever startup funded by Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca, and with $30 million, God knows where Hunter got it. I, we still don't know. Was Meta, remember, Metabiota. Who was Metabiota? The only private company allowed to do work where? In the Wuhan lab. If you want to read about Hunter's role with Black and Veg, Ukraine, bioweapons, and Burisma, you can pull up this 2022 article in the UK Daily Mail, which is the most read news publication on Earth. So this isn't exactly a secret. Headline, Hunter Biden did secure millions in funding for U.S. contractor in Ukraine specializing in deadly pathogen research. Laptop emails show raising more questions about disgrace on a vice president. Okay, the first bullet point is this. The Russian government held a press conference Thursday claiming that Hunter Biden helped finance U.S. military bioweapons research program in Ukraine. Let me make this simple. All these stories we keep talking about are actually one story. The story of COVID, the story of Ukraine, the story of the Ukraine war, the story of Hunter. They're all the same story. I've been telling you that for a while. Why? Because Russia did a press conference explaining how Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, um, most especially Hunter Biden and the Bidens were funding the U.S. military's bioweapons program and laundering money through Ukraine. For a year before the Ukraine war, remember, Russia begged for international weapons inspectors to go in to the bio labs we built or that were built with black and vitch footprints all over them along the Russian border. They considered these an act of war. Now, remember what for years was Putin's red line in the sand, going back to when he told it to Condoleezza Rice. Membership in NATO for Ukraine. I hear conservatives say stuff all the time, like, well, use Russia to get to dictate if Ukraine has membership in NATO. They want it because if Ukraine joins NATO, they can't send their troops and their tanks across the border to take out our bioweapons. Sorry, Hunter. No, sorry. The Democrat Party's bioweapons program right on their border. It would cause World War III. We literally physically, our government anyway, Americans are good people, have the Russians backed against a wall. 
This is why they sound nuts to those who don't understand this background when they threaten to use nuclear weapons. They're like a scared, cornered animal, and they should be. That's exactly how we'd feel if Russia was doing this to us on the Mexican border. Literally, Ukraine's membership in NATO is life or death for the Russians. They see it that way because of these labs. By the way, who was Hunter Biden's partner in Rosemont Seneca and Rosemont Capital at the time that Metabiota got that $30 million in funding to go into the Wuhan lab? John Kerry's stepson. Are you beginning to see the outlines here of the reason the FBI has gone so far to protect the Bidens from the cons, especially Hunter, from the consequences of their crimes rather than just jettisoning a guy who's not really that popular? The Biden bribery scandal may be the biggest scandal in all of U.S. history, bigger than Watergate, but the scandal behind it, the bioweapon scandal, it's the biggest scandal on earth. Because remember, I mean, what are the odds that Hunter Biden funds Metabiota? Metabiota goes into the Wuhan lab and just as his daddy needs COVID to destroy Trump's economy and win the presidency, it just happens to get out. What are the odds? And I bet the FBI knows the whole thing. Finally, insane thing number four. The backbone on which central bank digital currency will run was launched this week. It's called... Fed now. So exciting, the mainstream media said. Yeah, this will bring us automated digital payments. The thing is, we already have automated digital payments. Your bank does that right now. When, like, say, your paycheck gets direct deposited into your account, it's automated. It's digital. What's new about this? Absolutely nothing technologically other than it's the system central bank digital currency will run on. And that is programmable currency. It notes who its owner is. It records everything you ever spend it on, and it's programmable from a central location. It is utter digitized tyranny, and FedNow is a system it'll run on. This shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Jerome Powell, our Federal Reserve Chairman, announced last summer, and what I thought was the biggest story of the year, that while we could make central bank digital currency anonymous like today's dollars, which could be which are digital, but they don't spy on you and they're not programmable. But he had decided not to. So sorry. Well, what would that mean? Well, for starters, just to even use money or participate in the economy, you're going to need a federal digital ID, he said. Why? Because they got to know who you are to know everything about you in order to control what you do and lock down your money when you're bad. Just a few weeks ago, conveniently, professor of trade policy at Cornell University, Eswar Prasad, explained how this will work at a World Economic Forum Summit. Here's how it'll work. You want to buy ammo? That's a big no-no. We're not going to let you do it. There are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability. Units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better and uh, some people might see it or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC. In short, FedNow is the government takeover of the banking system because this is a government system. They're simply installing it inside of banks and linking them together. The government won't just be inside your bank account. The government will be your bank account. This is why the IRS, 
80,000 army was funded. It's going to take that many of them to persecute us. And yes, they can do this without congressional authorization. Although Congress could pass a law banning it if we could get control of Congress in the presidency. Otherwise, we'll be living under this probably by about 2026. Again, who's launching it? Jerome Powell. First appointed by Trump, but so bad. Joe Biden kept him. But the good news is there is a place we can go to hide from central bank digital currency, Florida, where it was outlawed by the legislature this year. And that law criminalizing it signed into effect by Ron DeSantis. At the rate we're going here, I think we're all going to end up living in Florida. Hope it doesn't tip over. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 